blessed world. Louis Lou. No, you hear me lie. Stay humble. So down in my life, questions of when, the next wave, the luck gon' strike. Mind hazy from these thoughts I keep having at night. Wondering if the ones I love gon' start treating me right. All this pain I keep bottled up inside, I can't hide it. Tears running down my face from these battles I'm fighting. But I'm so stuck on your eyes and you so stuck in your lies. But when I look in your eyes, I felt your pain and I'm trying to make it all better. Through the stormy weather, we can storm it together. Ain't no question I'm better. See, we both on a level and we destined for greatness. Once we cancel the fakeness, we can conquer the haters. Gotta push just to make it. Roll these wheels till we break them. All your pain, let me take it. Get your love, I embrace it. As we laying here naked, I swear I heard a heart saying, I gave you love, but don't you dare take this shit and start playing. Cause you need somebody who will stand by you Stand by you the good times and bad times They will remain true All your actions make reactions That you might not like So stay humble So stay humble Cause you need somebody who will stand by you Times and bad times, they will remain true. All your actions make reactions that you might not like. So stay humble, stay humble, so stay humble, so stay humble. Welcome back to With All Disrespect, where the only thing Nasty in the work we cook up is eating fries on our lap at a poolside. This is your boy Pimp, and back with me again, you know who it is. It's my tag team partner, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, the million dollar dreaming. You know the day's going to be all right, because it's your boy Mike. I, at this point, we don't even need introductions. <laughs> I, I just love doing it. It's the shit. No, yeah. No, listen. Cook. 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 Listen, one random thing I was going to bring. We was talking about chicken nuggets, right? And oh, yeah. So, I didn't finish telling you about the nuggets that I'm currently eating. These are plant-based nuggets. So, it's like there's no meat. Pause. It's just... Whatever right. they like, whatever. It, 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 it's like, but it tastes like the real thing, right? I mean, yeah, but this is my thought, right? So, society collapsed tomorrow, and you just on this whole plant based chicken nugget diet. What the fuck are you gonna eat? It's a good question. Hope we never, <laughs> hope we never get there. And if we do get there, I better be long dead. <laughs> I better be I better be long dead if that ever if that ever happens. Listen, um, on, on my deathbed, I'm gonna already have an apology, you know, to my great great grandkids. Like, hey, sorry we fucked up the world, but listen, I had the places to be, so I had to use fossil fuel. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, and I'll be descriptive. Like, yeah, I use fossil fuel to fuck up the world just for like a one night stand. Now you gotta fucking. <laughs> Now you fucking struggling to get water. My bad. Yeah, right. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But listen, we had probably... Oh, man. It's March. And we are having one of the craziest weeks. I mean, I guess it's fitting because of March Madness. Madness has been going uh, Yeah, we're in March Madness. March 1st, we're officially in. Uh, happy leap year to uh, everyone that was born on a leap year celebrating their seventh birthday. <laughs> That's insane to think about. If you, if literally, if you were my age, right, and you were born on a leap year, you'd be celebrating your seventh birthday if you were born in the night. If you were born in '91, uh, I think, if my math is correct. <laughs> and just imagine just seeing everybody else's birthday and be like. Hey, when's your birthday party? Oh, in like another two years. So what do you... Yeah, right. <laughs> so if you were born in a leap year, do you celebrate... Because obviously you celebrate a birthday regardless. Like, that's just the running joke of, oh, you only turn... You know, you, you've had seven birthdays or whatever. Would you celebrate your birthday on the 28th or on the 1st? Well, some people celebrate on the 28th. Yeah. So, some people celebrate on the 1st. I guess it really depends... On how they, I would do the, I would do the first. I would do the first. Well, see, here's how I would do it. If, like, let's say I had a kid that was born on a leap year, right? Yeah. You would, if you was conceived during the day, or you know, like, if you was conceived within the first twelve hours of the 29th, then you, I would consider you like the twenty eighth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you was born on the other half of the 24 hours, like you was born like like 10 p.m. on the 29th, yeah, you're getting the first. We just right. gonna we just gonna round it out to the nearest day. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, but shout out to all you, but shout out to all the leap year babies. Shout out to all of you. <laughs> but listen, we listen, we got. Listen, we normally go into the smaller topics, then get to the main course, but this is such a uh, big helping. This can't like, wait. This cannot fucking wait. This is so bad, Mike. This is so bad. They I, know. I think there's some people considering making the Philly che- making Philly cheesesteaks in Detroit. I know. Okay, so where do we begin? Okay, so lawsuit, right? So there's this producer named and this is this is the real this is the real producer name, Little Rod. Uh, he has accused Diddy of oh my god, of sexual uh, not even harass, sexual assault, like the whole the whole spiel, right? The whole spiel. Um, let me get into this because I this is a, this was a long lawsuit, and I actually tried to get through all 75 pages i only got i only got up to like maybe like a dozen before tapping out thank god someone had cliff notes to you know uh to the gist of of what's being accused of and there's a lot of name dropping here a lot of names that we know well so real quick question 
Yeah. Uh, t- just so me and the audience can, because I didn't get a chance to read the cliff notes. Like I just read like most of the stuff on the internet, which is always 50-50, but regardless. Yeah. So is a lot of this going to be reminiscent to the Cassie case? Or... Uh, you know what? Nothing, nothing was said about Cassie, really. No, but I mean, like, is this going to be on the same level of disturbance? I will let everyone else be the judge of that. Uh, Fair enough. No, for real. I mean, uh, disturbance-wise, I would say no. I would say no. Um, because uh, this, this you know, Little Rod, well, his real name is Rodney Jones, he, he claimed that Diddy repeatedly sexual uh, sexually assaulted him while he was working on his uh his his last album i guess that's the love album that came out last year um he alleged that diddy would grope his genitals and 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 touch his penis to groom him into having sex that is um, some nasty work. Like, imagine you just like I feel sorry for women that go through that. Like, imagine you trying to do your job. And like, I mean, this guy has photos and video, audio recordings. Like, I mean, for real. And we're gonna get to what else is you know. Uh, I mean, again, there's there's names. There's there's other famous names that we know of. So, um, yeah. So. Pretty much what I learned from reading most of this, and then I'll, I'll mix in with the rest uh, from this other individual that spent a lot of time reading the entire thing. And again, shout out to uh, shout out to them for taking the time. So allegedly, uh, my God, allegedly uh, Usher and Meek Mill are involved in this lawsuit. In terms of just having these uh, these nasty stories, and you know of um, of of coercion with underage girls and sex workers, and also getting involved with Diddy sexually, both of them. Um, who else is who else is in here? Um, Young Miami. Yep, young Miami, Diddy's uh Diddy's side piece. You know, she on the lawsuit, you know, saying that hey, she does cocaine and she too is involved with the grooming of underage girls, you know, also in the mix along with men and sex trafficking. So, there you go. Young Miami, she's she's people wanted her in the, people thought she was in the lawsuit uh last time with the whole Cassie stuff and whatnot well she's here now she's she's in this lawsuit now um and also some crazy shit like Diddy is supposedly involved or or into like cannibalism and like i don't know just i mean this is i mean this is the guy that fucking blew up Kid Cuddy's car. So, I mean, this guy is, and he also, for one Halloween, dressed up as the Joker. I would think the Joker would be a total can- cannibalist. So, like, maybe he's staying true that. to form. Maybe he's staying true to form. Um, yeah, man. I, 
that's really like the the cliff note version of it. I mean, the lawsuit is the lawsuit is public, so anyone want to take their time reading through just the. There's also photos. I mean, the photos that this that this um, this guy provides again, Little Rod, the producer that he provides is sickening. Like Diddy had hidden cameras again, allegedly he had hidden cameras all throughout his house, all throughout his house. Uh, like. So wait, all throughout, all throughout Diddy's house or the producer's house? No, his own, no, Diddy's home. Diddy's home. This is where all these sex, sex sexapades and, and nastiness take place. All at Diddy's, uh, Hubble abode, you know? Um, yeah i mean so what have we learned we've learned that diddy is you know what again underage girls trafficking underage girls young miami uh is uh, allegedly complicit in the trafficking and she also allegedly sexually assaulted the producer herself along with her cousin there's photos of there's photos of it like i'm looking at the photos now like her and her cousin like what um yeah he 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 allegedly made a lot of compromising sexual videos of many people um you know uh you know with like athletes and executives and politicians etc in for like the use of blackmail like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, this guy is, you know, Diddy is fucking insane. He is insane in the worst way. Like, like yeah, man, I'm working, I'm looking at videos now. Mr. Combs with an underage female. Underage female. Sex worker. Like, this is all, this is all the information that this producer, this one producer has provided. Like, so so far from what I'm hearing, like it's definitely gonna be a rap. Like this is this this is irrefutable evidence. Like yeah, because see, here's the thing with Cassie's case, we heard the stories, and of course it's Diddy. So we was just like, okay, this makes sense. This sounds like something he did because we've been hearing this about Diddy for years. But this motherfucker got fucking photos now. Oh, it's a rap. He's grits. Put him on the box. He's grits. Yeah. Yeah, and I do have to say this because around the same time this was coming out, news broke too of another lawsuit that Diddy was a part of. The uh, alleged gang rape of a then 17-year-old from back in the 90s. Judge ruled that she can't appear as anonymous. Like, she has to reveal her, like, actual identity, which I figured because... I mean, that's kind of common sense. You can't just put accusations on somebody and then just claim and not reveal yourself. Like, like if you put something on me, I would want to know my accuser, you know? Right, of course. Yeah, so that's common sense. So I figured as a, as a sidebar, just throw that in there. But yeah, back to this. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, Meek Mill, Usher, involved in the... Involved in the nastiness, allegedly. Allegedly. 
This is even, this is not even the left. Like you would think that would be the main story, right? And it, it is, it is. But what, what happened after? What happened after? Like the fallout, you know, kind of almost makes you forget about the new lawsuit, about this new lawsuit and accusations. I mean, it's a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So DJ Academics. Shout out to Academics. Thank you for this. Thank you for this. He did what he is supposed to do. He was on his live stream, on his platform, and he was reading the lawsuit out, right? He gets to the part where, you know, uh, Meek Mill's name. I mean, it's not mentioned. It's like, so how they, how they, so instead of putting Meek Mill's name in the lawsuit, they just said like, oh, Philadelphia rapper that once dated Nicki Minaj. Like that's how they introduced him into the case, into the lawsuit. I, I kid you not. I kid I you mean, not. But, but that's, but you might as well say his name at that point because yeah, right. It's rap. like it ain't, ain't really too many people from Philadelphia. It's not really too many rappers in Philly we we haven't seen Nikki with. Like she ain't did she, she did she date Beanie Single at one point or Cassidy or like Free, I did, must have, I must have missed that. Yeah, her and Freeway <laughs> used to have a thing type. Yeah, shit. right. There's only one dude that we all know. Like obviously, right? So. So he reads this out and Act goes in. He's like, yo, Meek, yo, you better pull up on this motherfucker, uh, Little Rod, and do this, that, and whatever, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what do you think happens, Pimp? What do you what do you think how Meek responds to, to all this? I mean, in typical Meek Mills fashion, he had a temper tantrum slash meltdown on social media. Yes, but he went after the wrong person. Instead of going after the accuser or the, uh, right, instead of going after the person that is putting his name in this lawsuit, uh, uh, Rodney Jones, a.k.a. Little Rod, he goes after academics for, for, for talking about a public lawsuit on his platform. At first, Meek thought it was fake news, like, oh, you're, you're talking about a fake lawsuit. Let's go through them. We're not going to listen. Meek Mill has been ranting for two days straight. I'm not going to go through all 30. These are just the main ones when he comes to academics. Where do we get? Where's the first one? Where's the first one? I Give mean, me a second. Give me a the second. Thing, the, the thing about Meek Mills, no, I'm talking to the audience. The thing about Meek Mills is just the fact that he, I've been saying this for like the last six, seven years. I'm like gonna, the worst. I'm going to get it. I'm going to dissect Meek Mill in his entire, like, just his last 10-year career. But go but, ahead. But, like, the worst, like, I don't know who his, like, uh, team is, but somebody needs to be around him and be like, bro, <clears throat> put the fucking phone okay. down. Okay, here we go. You're right. He does need a PR team that could just control his social media. I, I feel that way about a lot of artists. Like, you should not be running your own social media. You should have a PR team uh, because these people are so sensitive to the internet and, and they hate to see one bad comment about them because their ego will be bruised, you know? Um, here we go. First tweet. Academics. 
Didn't I tell you to play with my name? I don't know what I'm going to do when I actually see you. Is going to have a combination to it, though. That is the first. Like, okay. It gets crazier. Uh, Bitch-ass ninja ain't going to play no games with me. They trying to do the they trying to do the uh damage control. The same uh the same they uh, he misspelled something. T H E I N G. I don't know what that is. The same they almost tricked y'all with little baby. Academics and alcoholic, fully powered by the white man. Interesting you bring in the white man, Meek. Uh who do you think posting that on every website? They'd be so mad. I put a lot of D's in mad. They can't stop. It's few groups. LOL. And then this was the main one here. Get me his Addy. I'm going to shoot a full production music video in front of his house. LOL. Seriously. Get me the get me that one in New Jersey. Talking about Axe uh, Home. Well, real quick before you finish flame broiling uh freak meals. Oh, there's, there's about there's about there's about three more tweets uh pertaining to act but go ahead no what i was gonna say was like somebody needs to tell meek mills that he is not as important in the hip-hop community as he thinks he is <clears throat> like he's not i mean you are re- stop reading my mind <laughs> like, like he's not a Jay Z. He's not a Little Wayne, and, and we, and Little Wayne doesn't do too much hip hop politic in any way. Like he's more of the, you know, he's the veteran at this point. And like a lot of veterans don't do too much hip hop politic unless it's like comes to certain things. Meek Mills has it in his mind that he is up there with like the Jay Zs and the yeah. He thinks he, he thinks he's on Mount Rushmore of like hip hop. Hip hop rates, yeah. Don't worry. Listen, I'm going to dissect, or we are going to dissect his entire. I mean, his last ten years, really. Um, you know. I mean, and, uh, but go ahead, go ahead. I got three more tweets for you. I got three more tweets. <clears throat> oh man, accent alcoholic with no life, talking to kids on a computer. I was dying at that first line. <laughs> Normal kid, normal kid watch Kai Sanat, Aiden Ross, Wallow and Gilly. <laughs> what? You a sick old black man with no life achievements trying to destroy black men because you envy us as men. Okay, sit with that one. I'm from Philly. I don't do coke or freaky ass Molly. <laughs> Nobody won't even offer me coke because I'm that heavy. No man or what would ever approach me about gay activity and the whole place don't get flipped. Woke up seeing this on every blog like they know I'm coming. LOL. And then here's the last one. That's why I always around all these industry ninjas with my real friends. You never catch me around anybody from the industry alone. You can't even hold a convo without my dog stepping in the room. It's been that way. I can't tell you. See, he's he's. I can't tell you to find out in the I'm the illest in this shit. LOL. Well, I wish one of your, I wish one of your uh, real friends would have taken your fucking phone. Because <laughs> you just you 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 crashing out. He's crashing out. Oh, this is a full blown crash out. Like, my thing was this like, what? 
when somebody overexplains themselves, like to me, that's just a sign of guilt in itself because you're trying to reassure the fact that, you know, of whatever lie you're trying to peddle here. And it's like, you don't stick to the topic. And even in them tweets that you read, like he went from this is fake news that was, to that was, seen that, was on a, that was such a sample size. I didn't even read that tweet. That tweet didn't appear on here about uh oh yeah, post the real blog or whatever. Like cause he thought he thought that lawsuit that Ack was reading out was fake. And that Ack was just doing that to like troll him. That's how like Meek. I mean, Meek's on the internet every day tweeting some bullshit, right? And we laugh at him because we know he's retarded. Let's just let's just call it for what it is. He's retarded. You know, his IQ is below 70, right? Right. Um, like, how do you not know? How are you on the internet and you don't know internet culture? It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. Nah, he knows exactly about internet culture. Like, and, and even with a lot of the things, like, even some of the things he tweeted, like, didn't make sense. Like, I seen one tweet where he said, like, like, if someone posted the infamous picture, the what I opened up the podcast with, the infamous picture of him sitting poolside with fries in his lap. Somebody, yeah. quote, tweeted that. And his response was, see, y'all on my dick, uh, uh, y'all tripping over a picture that I accidentally took. It's like, sir, you took that picture and uploaded and posted it. And posted like, it. You could have, like, you could have, okay, okay, cool. You accidentally took the photo, but you purposely posted it. Yeah, it was in, it was in your story, sir. Yeah, you. F- oh my! See, this is why he's a moron. He is a moron. I can't well, believe oh. I was I- crazy, and that's not even the crazy part, right? Because he continues his crash out, but in between that, he just and mind you, not one time is he going at the producer. You know, the guy that is actually putting these allegations on him. Saying that, oh yeah, you've had sex with Diddy. Oh yeah, you and Diddy and these underage, you and Diddy were fucking these underage girls. No, he doesn't get at him. He gets at academics for only reporting on it. What he's supposed to do is report on it. Does that make sense? No, I mean, I feel like it's all is is uh flat is uh shock and awe at this point because you're doing a crash show. And I don't know if he's smart enough to realize that this is probably part of his plan or even if he has a plan to try to distract people. But it just seems a little weird. Like, yeah, like somebody put your and, name in this. And it, academics. Yes. That's academics like. Is bro, basically, bro. Yeah, bro. That's like if that's like if I that's like if I slapped you in the face. And someone if I slapped you in the face in public and someone behind us is laughing about it, that you got smacked, instead of, like, you, like, you know, returning fire and trying to, like, beat me up, you turn around and just be like, what are you laughing at? Like, you go after that person instead of me, who actually slapped you. 
like all your attention goes to that person and he didn't even do nothing right. he just laughed you know what i'm saying yeah like it's just it's like a lot of and we see him right through this whole serade of oh yeah um no nah, like it's academics and academics and all the blogs it's like this isn't about the blog, sir. This isn't about the reporters, sir. This is about what's in a court. Like, for a person that's been yeah, in jail... This is, this is an actual lawsuit. And mind you, he's talking about blogs, and you've only attacked Act. You've attacked nobody else. You've only attacked him. So you can't leave all that, oh, it's what the blogs are saying. No, you're attacking just one individual. Right. And all he did was read something that's public knowledge. Yes, yes, he read an actual public, yeah, a public uh, lawsuit that's everywhere to read. Yeah, this isn't him, like, making a rumor out of, like, pulling a rumor out of his ass. Like, this is him seeing something that's being reported in real time, taking it from the internet because the courts put this out in the public. And reading it back to you. Like, how are you mad at somebody for reading what somebody else is saying? And this goes back to what you said. He's a dumb-dumb. He's a dumb-dumb. Yeah, this goes back to what you were saying. Like, okay, yeah, cool, you're getting an act, but you have nothing to say about the person actually accusing you. Because even if academics didn't report on it, this is still an issue for you. Yeah. Um... Not only that, what else? What else is there? Oh my god! I a lot happened, bro. To where like, like here's the thing: during Meek's rant, it took him a while to say like, you know, one of the tweets that I read was like, oh, the whole we don't do gay activity, uh, uh, gay activity, where I'm from. First of all, that should have been like one of the first tweets you should have you should have denounced the rumor first, but instead you wanted to attack academics for a little while. And all everyone in his comments was saying was like, was asking, bro, are you gay or nah? Are the Diddy rumors true or nah? Like, you keep on attacking Act when you should be denying these rumors. And it it took him quite a while, but in his own way, he was denouncing that it, it never happened. Like, yeah, like you just, you went 40, 50 tweets before actually saying. It was a like little that. while. It might have been like, it might have been like, Jesus Christ, how long? If someone could just timestamp his tweets, it might it might have been like over an hour before he finally said what he said, you know, like in a way him denying the rumors, but then you'll have some people that say, well, he really didn't deny those allegations. So it's still kind of up in the air. You know what I'm saying? Like just, oh man. Uh, and that's not even the worst part. During all this, oh, fucking A. This is why I fucking hate this guy. I hate this guy now. I used to be, I used to be a big fan of his. Stupid fucking me. Uh, um, he, he, he's, he starts promoting an EP. That, oh yeah, this on Wednesday. Hey, I'm dropping this EP tonight at midnight. Bro, what? You got these gay rumor allegations, gay slash under, you know, you fucking underage girl allegations. 
and you're promoting a fucking EP? What? I'm sorry? Yeah, like, nobody cares. Nobody cares about... Like, if, if that is not the nastiest... Like, if that's not the nastiest rollout you could ever think of, I... I Spoiler alert, it is. There's nothing more nastier than that in terms of rolling out new music when you have gay allegations put on you and also you fucking underage girls put on you too. It's just... I mean... And we'll, and we'll talk... I mean, let's just get let's just get hit this stupid fucking EP. I listened to this EP. It's five songs. It's a quick 15-minute listen. The whole time I'm listening to this EP, all I could think of in the back of my mind is like, yo, did he like, is he like, not like, is he gay, but like, yo, are the allegations true? That's all I could think of. That's all I could think of is like, yo, if, is all, everything's being alleged against him true? I can't even enjoy the music. And of course, track one, track one of this is called, it, the, the title name came from the bottom. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what did everyone in his comments section? What every I could say one thing that everyone was asking him in his comments during the whole uh, ranting towards act was, yo, are you top or bottom? Like we wanted to know, like, it, does Diddy fuck you from the like you know what I'm saying? Like that was it. So of course, first title is came from the bottom. So now we know Meek Mill likes it. You know, he's he's a bottom, he's a bottom bitch. He's a bottom bitch. Like, gee, man, listen. Like, yeah, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. I, I honestly, I could not give this EP a fair listen. And I'm honestly, I can't even. I, I I'm not even gonna go back to it. If you want to go listen, if you want to go listen to it, folks, the the EP's called uh, Heathenism. Heathenism. This motherfucker's accused of being a heathen, and he's putting his son out called Heathenism. It's five tracks. Futures on there. Fabio Foreign. Actually. That Fabio Foreign track is the is the best sounding one of the bunch, you know, to me. I'll first first and only listen. I'm not going back to it, but you know, have at it, enjoy it. If you can like block out the uh the the current allegations against him, then you know, kudos to you. I mean I mean, here's the thing, and here's my biggest take. A lot of my biggest takeaway from this whole um, thing. Uh, <laughs> Are we done? Like, like I, I feel like we have so much more to cover about. No, this. no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just cooking a little bit. I'm not, I'm not giving a whole recipe yeah, yeah, yet. But, yeah. I'm just, but it's like, I feel like this is just like a big shock and awe, and I think like in his mind that it's working. Because first he drops an EP. It's like five songs is not going to make us forget about like the real ones. An entire album. He could have dropped a he could have dropped a twenty track album. We still would we still would not forget. Right, like this isn't going away there, Playboy. Like this isn't 
something that you can just tweet your way out of. And the thing is, that never worked for him at all. But remember back when, like, he was mad because, like, the label didn't tweet the album, and that was part of, that was part of the reason why he went after Drake. That it never worked out. Like, yeah. At some point, Meek Mills needs to realize that these Twitter rants never did him any favors. No, at we all. just like we honestly like when I say, "Oh, Meek Mill is the best tweet, like the best rapper tweeter." There is. That's because that's because he tweets bolt like he tweets like the funniest dumb shit. And then of course people brought up old tweets of him uh, you know uh buying a dildo on Amazon or some shit. Like there was like there was like several sus tweets that he would put out from the past, you know? Yeah, like the internet doesn't forget. And the thing yeah, is the internet, the internet is good, man. Internet keeps receipts. And the thing is, that's like an archive of Beak Mill's bullshit that even randomly before this, even randomly, you'll just be scrolling on Twitter. Then someone says like, hey, Meek Mills is not a real person, a thread. And it's literally like a consistent tweet of like a <laughs> uh, uh, 15. Like there was even a post where like, and you know, the, this infamous picture is where he just had this dumbfounded look and he's surrounded by like 21 Savage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love, I, I love that photo. And I literally look and I retweeted and I said, before I die, I would like to know what was said in this conversation. Like, I want right. to know, like, I, I dead ass want to know, like, what happened in this conversation? Like, can I, if I can ever be DJ Khaled or 21 Savage, that's literally the first question I asked. Like, I would have loved to, yeah, I would have loved to have been a fly in the sky when that was taking place. Yeah, I would literally, like, I wouldn't even ask for an autograph. Like, listen, fuck the autograph, fuck a photo. You see this picture? Tell me what the fuck happened. Word. Word, man. Um, I, I think it's time now that we, like, break down Meek Mill's career. Or maybe in the last 10 years. Maybe after the Drake beef, right? So the Drake beef happens. Okay, you take an L. Um, and then he dealt with some, some stuff with the judge, the Philly judge, the Philly judge puts you away. You come back out championships, pretty, pretty good album and all that. Right. The whole time I'm thinking to myself, this guy has portrayed himself as this street, street gangster, right? And he's never done anything that was like gangster in his like in his career. Am I wrong? I mean, the one time, okay, you pulled up on Safari, but you didn't do nothing to Safari. And Safari got away. He ran away from your two uh your your two friends. Right. I remember that actually. Yeah, that was the BT Awards 20, I want to say 2016, 2017. Right? Yeah. What else? What else did are you like? Did you claim to be super tough, but you weren't? Um, I mean, shit, the Drake beef itself. We thought at any point, you know, Meek would pull up on Drake's crew and it would, it would, it would go, right? Yeah. No, yeah. it never happened. There was never any like Drake concert in philadelphia we thought that was gonna like we thought right then there oh man gene chase is about to pull up and 
about to fuck up Drake and, and, and the rest of the OVO guys. And no, nothing happened. He went to Philly. You know, Drake performed in Philly, left Philly. N- no incident, nothing. I'm like, huh, that's not, that's not the, that's not the Meek Mill we know. Like, why did he, why didn't he pull up on Drake? That's crazy. That's crazy. And there was something else too. It was something that, again, like, on a, you know, we thought, okay, gangster Meek, he's gonna, he's gonna do damage. But no, that wasn't, that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. And then along with the just the, the Twitter rants, you know, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Bro, that line. I mean, listen. It's listen. true. Even 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 seven years later after that, after back to back came out, trigger fingers turned to Twitter fingers. You're still at it. He's still at it with the Twitter fingers. I mean, it was a part of time like he was looked at like this thorough street rapper. But that's how he portrayed himself. That's when we first saw him, he was this like, you know, broke, rapping from the rapping on some corner, like surrounded by surrounded by his friends and thugs and all that like this was before he got signed to to mmg in atlantic you know like what ha- like i mean listen every rapper knows a killer in, in their crew like every every rapper has a killer in their crew on payroll yeah why didn't you why didn't you go and send your killer to go handle your business I the mean, only thing I could think, the only thing I could think of that has ever happened in terms of you, you had one of your people, two of your people's run, run on Safari, and he got away from them because Safari is skinnier and faster than the two big guys that you had with you at the time. You know what I just remember? Remember the time he was like holding somebody's waist while he was riding a, um, a four wheeler through Philly. Bro, do you remember? <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you do you remember him? Remember remember one of the tweets I read. Uh, I, I I reiterated about uh, academics is uh, controlled by the white man. Ain't it funny, Meek Mill, that you are friends with white billionaires? Michael Rubin, owner of the Sixers, and and Robert Kraft, owner of the Patriots. Wasn't you, Meek Mill, that was bunny hopping in a video because? Michael Rubin told you to because you lost a bet to him in a tennis game. If that's not like some like, if that ain't some slave master type of shit, like, I mean, like you like you want like you want hand and foot for your you know for for these white billionaires, and they're not teaching you any game. Like you're you're hanging around these white billionaires, but then you're bitching about your your label situation with Atlantic, which by the way they dropped you. It, it yeah, ain't like it ain't like they mutually agreed to part. No, they dropped you because they realized that you wasn't selling records like that anymore because your because your music is not like it, it's stale now. Like it's it's. I mean, it happens to most rappers. I mean, you started off hot, you had the hits, you did. We remember them, but around, you know, after that after that championships album, that was it. 
you couldn't give him any more hits to to work with. Right. You know, like that was it. And then, you know, you put out that bullshit solo album to get away, you know, to fulfill your album deal. And that was it. Now you're independent and you scream independence. Oh, I'm independent. I'm independent. But at the same time, you claim to be like in, in to have money issues. You know, bitching about like, oh, I've been screwed out of, you know, 7 million, 10 million, this, you know. Bro, what are these white billionaires? Aren't they teaching you game at all? Like, why are you hanging around them? If that's it, 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 they're not helping you trying to get richer than you than you are already. Then, then why the fuck are you hanging around them? I don't know. It's like here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like when I think of uh, Meek Mills, like the how he was supposed to be, right? I remember how he was talking hot shit during the freshman year, and he's telling people like. You know, everybody, I think, wasn't it the same class that Big Sean was in? Someone else that we shit on? Uh, I, know what you, I know what you're talking about. You're probably, yeah, probably. He was like, yo, I want to be the best one out of all of you. Like, he just came in and people was rooting for him because once upon a time, like, he had Philly, he Philly in a chokehold the same way Cassidy did at one point. The same That's, way yeah, yeah. Beanie Siegel. Now we got to make Philly cheesesteaks in Detroit because of all this, these antics. And it's not just because of now. It's the last, like you said, the last 10 years. Like, you really been putting like this really... You're acting, like, so, a, you're acting like a bozo. Exactly like a bozo. It was so bad. One of my one of my friends in Philly, shout out to the homie uh, Richie. He said, if any of these allegations is true, he is no longer even going to represent that city. Oh, I mean, you could ask, uh, you could ask some rappers now, some local rappers and battle rappers. They don't claim Meek. Oh, Meek's not part of Philly. Yeah, like it's and and, and, and honestly, it's before and, and it's before these new allegations, right? It's before these allegations because Meek has always been a cornball for the better part of seven, eight years. He's been a cornball. Yeah, there was a point where people was... In my opinion, he's he never recovered from the Drake beef. He never recovered from that. Never did. You know what's so funny? Remember when Drake had his concert last year in Philly? Yeah. And he brought Meek Mill. They were walking down the steps together at yeah. the start of the show. No one paid Meek Mill any mind. No one paid Meek Mill. Meek Mill was so happy to even be in the presence of Drake standing next to him, walking down the steps to the stage. No, no fans paid Meek Mill any mind. I kid you not. Go look at the video. There's video of him and Drake walking down the steps uh, from, you know, the uh, for all the dogs concert from last year. No one is giving Meek a dap. No one is like saying, yeah, Meek Mill. Like, no, all attention is on Drake. And Meek Mill has like the widest smile because he's just happy to be there and in the presence of greatness. Like, damn, bro, Drake took over your city twice. Twice. Once from a few, like I said, once from a few years ago when you were supposed to run up on him and jump him and you never did during the height of the beef. And and now... He must have been busy that night. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure he was. He had nothing else going on. Um, and now this, 
<laughs> the thing what, is, what else am I missing? I feel like there's like too much to unpack when it comes to him. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's so much. I mean, if we really want to open up that oh, boat, God. I mean, a bullshit. Like it was a time he gave a twenty dollars to six kids and told them to split it between them. I mean, it was a time where he he. Uh, you you know, know, some people actually people you know surprises the people actually respected that. It's like, oh yeah, you got to go out and hustle. You can't expect. I'm like, all right, whatever. I wasn't. I mean, gonna, I, I mean, that was, I mean that, I'm I not telling that. you to pay these niggas' mama's rent, but I mean, twenty dollars for six niggas. Like, do the math here. Uh, what is that? Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eight. Oh, okay. So three something. Three something. Not three twenty-five. Yeah, like, Not three twenty-five. It's probably like three fifteen. Three dollars and fifteen cents. <laughs> like, like, like. There's people who work forty hours a week, get like they paycheck and feel like, yo, this isn't worth it. This, this well, is you know, well, of- well, you, well, you know what those little kids did wrong? Why is there six of you? This is I, I mean, why, why couldn't it, why couldn't it be like two of you or even hell I could do it myself. Why do I need five more people to uh what sell water? Well, it depends on it depends on like the intersection, like you because it's actually smart to Bro, like it's it. fucking water. Well, like I need a guy to hold to to carry the the like the twenty case of water bottles. You know, I mean, I mean, no, but here's the thing, though, and this is why I can respect that, because I am a firm believer, in, and you heard it here first, Pimp is a fan of hydration. You should always stay hydrated at all times, and not by drinking <laughs> soda, not by drinking popping. Water we need water. Yes, water is, we're, we're filled with water. 70% of our bodies is water. So, yeah, yes, so that's really... why you need to drink it. Like, listen, like <laughs> pimp promotes proper hydration, like if, especially for you weirdos that just drink nothing but liquor, like five. It's not good. It, it's not. It's not good for your skin. It's uh, it to not drink water and just to drink soda and liquor and yeah, it's it's bad for your skin. Like, are you trying to get gout? Drink yeah. some water. Listen, yeah. I got a I got a two gallon water with me right now as we were recording. I mean, look, there's a reason why when you go to the restaurant and they give you water, it's free. It's free water because even the restaurants know that you need this shit to live. Yeah, never knock the hustle of water because a lot of these motherfuckers don't drink enough of it. That's exactly. My, that's my uh, a toast with my gallon of my two gallon of water. This is uh this is the more you know segment of the show. <laughs> oh man all right we have to eventually close this out and and mind you we this this took away all this nonsense with meek uh having crashing out on academics literally for a moment took away from these new diddy allegations uh, um you forgot one too uh this what did i forget up, this came up earlier too apparently apparently he was in a car accident. Uh, I don't know how soon ago, but Say Cheese reported this like maybe two hours before okay. we started recording. Like he was in a car. It's just so convenient. And he, and he, like, and he so, tweeted about. And he tweeted about it, right? I think he either tweeted about it. Or he was on. Ah, Instagram. so he's fine. He's all right. He's all right. He's fine. His Twitter finger. As long as those Twitter fingers are working, 
They're not damaged. He's all right. But that's the thing, though. It's just all this just seems more and more playing out for uh, Meek's favor. Like, as soon as these allegations come up, you drop an EP, you're getting into car crashes. Like, everything is happening to you except for you to just sit down and say, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and honestly, and you hit the nail on the head beforehand, he thinks he's as big as he... He thinks he's really, like, a boss. Like, he really thinks he's a boss. No, you're not. You're... You're not. You, you don't deserve. You don't deserve to sit at the table with shit. Even your white, your white billionaire friends. You don't deserve to be around them. They're more successful than you are. That's why you are where you where you are. You're bitching about getting screwed out of a few million dollars. You know, like what's a few million dollars to fucking Robert Kraft, who owns a, a football team? And you know. And I just had an epiphany because last week we was talking about Big Sean. This week we talking about. Meek Mills. Yeah, let's I, talk about all the let's talk about all the rappers that fell off. Well, well, not well, no, just a particular freshman class. If you go see where I'm going, because wasn't Big Sean in that freshman class too? The uh, same what are we talking? 2010, 2011? Yeah, like whatever class that Meek Mill was in, like not it's it's just seems like it's a total dud. Like I talk about how 2016 has like some of the most oh, successful. Hold on, let me. Let me see what we got. What we got? No, yeah, like was, I was saying. No, no I, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Nope. Uh, Big Sean was in the 2010 class. Meek Mill was in the 2011 class. Well, hell, back to back, back to back group of losers. Like, here's the thing. Like, okay, yeah, y'all had hits. Y'all had a little bit of sex, but always keep in mind if y'all been following the podcast for a minute now. I hold the 2016 class in the utmost regards because even though it has designer in it and you can have your takes from about Denzel Curry, but no, no, not even that. Everybody in that 2016 class has some longevity of success. If it's not in hip hop, it's just it, period. But then you but then you go back like a couple years, it just seems like it's duds. Like I honestly, and this proves my point. This twenty the twenty sixteen class is probably the greatest freshman class that ever came out. Meanwhile, you had like the whatever class Megan the Stallion the baby was on. That's a dud. And then you go back five years after before twenty sixteen. Clearly, those was duds too. Like right now, anybody that came from those classes really gets talked about. Yeah. Once we cl- are we going to close this meat topic or, and and Diddy allegation topic because I want to oh. have fun. I want to oh, have yeah. fun. With- oh yeah, we got a lot of other yeah, stuff to talk uh, about. In closing, um, everyone's guilty. I firmly believe Diddy's guilty. Young Miami's guilty. Meek's guilty. I don't know what Usher did. I guess he's in the. I guess he's in a lawsuit for like having sex with Diddy. Uh, I, I would be totally hurt if that was true. But then again, if you're gay, then it's cool. Like we we respect like this. I feel like at this point, the question we should start asking is, who hasn't Diddy fucked? Right. Like yeah, right. I mean, it's nastiness, it's pervertedness. Um, yeah. Uh, and to close, up. and, and just. And to close it out on a positive and funny note, considering what we were talking about last week with the worst bars and considering what we're talking about this week, I'm happy to report that Jadakiss 
beat two allegations. Because we know he never had a worse bar, and we know he didn't fuck Diddy. Ah, very good. Very good. Here, here. Here, here. All right. I got to have fun because you... Because I had to pull up the list because I wanted to see if they were both in the same class, Sean and uh, Meek. Yo, there's a couple of random names I never knew were on the 2010 list. Okay. J. Cole, right? Nipsey Hustle's on here. Freddie Gibbs is on here. Big Sean's on here. Wiz Khalifa's on here. J Rock is on here. Some really good names. Pretty solid list. Actually, pretty good list, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a fire can, list. Can you can you guess uh, the last? What do we have here? One, two, three. Can you hit me at least one of the last four names that are on here? They're on this list from that year. Honestly, I could. I'm not even gonna try because I figured. Okay, just, go ahead. Okay, uh, pill. I want to take a wild guess and say he's a SoundCloud rapper that does drugs because it's 2010, right? SoundCloud wasn't around in 2010. No, it wasn't. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, I mean, I don't know, but this, it says here, this guy pill is an American rapper from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, so then he's definitely gay. All he <laughs> let me stop. No. Let me stop. Shout out to my ATL folks. Shout let me see. Me. Let's let's pull up some facts about Mr. Pill here. Yes, and, and I'm saying pill, P-I-L-L, like you know, like, like aspirin, Tylenol, like you know. He, he has to be on some sort of drugs. Like there's no way you can let have me a name see like here. Pill. Uh he dropped a grand total of Five mixtapes in his career, two in 2009, one in 2010, one in 2011, and one in 2012. He has not done music since 2012. Wow. And it, and it, wow, doesn't, wow. Exp- and it doesn't explain why, I'm assuming. Oh, my God. He was signed. Wow. He was signed to MMG and Warner Brothers. Huh. Well, I mean, then, most... Uh, most of the people that's in the class get some sort of record deal. So that's... I never heard. I never knew he was in MMG. I never knew. I mean, obviously, you knew. Okay, outside of Meek and and Wale and um, Gunplay, I never knew this guy was in MMG. On January third, twenty twelve, Pill announced that he was leaving MMG imprint and Warner Brothers via his Twitter account. After a six-year hiatus, Pill released a single, Backright, on February 15th, 2018, produced by 808 Mafia. And then that's it. That That's where his Wikipedia page ends after that. Unbelievable. He's 30, he's 30, he's 37 years of age today. Wow. Yeah, so, he, so he wasn't even right. a one-hit wonder. He was a... Um... He, he didn't have any... Wow, that's depressing. I don't even I don't even want to look up the other guys to be honest. It's probably worse. <laughs> I don't um one of these guys I've heard of, OJ the Juice Man. He did he did some shit with uh Jada Kiss back in the day. He, he's someone I'm familiar with. Uh he was he was uh he used to be signed to Gucci Mane's um uh, 20 uh I'm not 20, 1017 Brick Squad record label. These other dudes though, I never heard of them. But Sean and Donis, 
Never heard of them. One day we'll do. You know what, Pim? One day we'll do an episode. We'll cover the entire top, the, the history of the freshman list dating back to 2007 until today. We'll do that one day just for laughs and giggles. Yo, r- real randomly, because when we record, I like to always like keep my Twitter open, not only on my MacBook, but on my phone just to see if any craziness pops up. One thing we also have to talk about, uh, real quick, because uh, we still got a little bit more music to talk about. I, it, it, it's no shame in the world because somebody posts this on YouTube and now I'm seeing it live and in person. Like, there's literally somebody that has a whole pussy menu on Twitter. Why did I ever think that you were going to break a a serious topic? (laughs) Why did I ever think? I mean, no, I mean, no, it's serious, but, like, this is just baffling. I'm flabbergasted. You're flabbergasted. All right, well... Like eighty five dollars for a head, like Jesus Christ! Like you yeah. know what I could do for eighty five dollars with eighty five dollars? Like you can do a lot. You could do you could do quite a bit with eighty five dollars. And you what if it's not good? Can I get a refund on this? I don't know. Find the option. <laughs> See if there's an option on there. Like, let me pay you with my Zelle, sweetheart. Still, if it's because I want to pay you. We're going to fuck, and then I'm going to immediately call my bank to dispute the charges. There you go. That, <laughs> that, 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 that's, the, that's the scan that you have to do. <laughs> like, as soon as you leave the Motel 6, I'm going to be on a bank like, uh, yes, I don't know who Hotbox Tanisha is on Zelle. Can, can I please get my money back? Thank you. My car was hacked. My car was hacked. <laughs> oh man, oh man, where are we going from here? Like I said, we're gonna hey one day, Ben, we're gonna do that double XL like entire review every year. We're gonna do it. You know what we can? What's I'm the looking. Next I, I'm just. What's I'm the... just skimming. I'm just skimming through some of these names year by year. I'm like, holy shit! Like I've never heard of these people. Well, like, some of these, some of these people. Well, if we do that, here's the here's the question: When's the next? We can do it around the time the next one, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot of. That's money. a good idea. We should probably do. We should be yeah, roughly around maybe before it comes out. We should do like a year by year review from the inception all the way until last year. That that's a smart idea. Oh, uh, by the way, Meek. In case people want to know, Meek just tweeted from uh, an hour ago. You stop just, asking me if I'm stop asking me if I'm straight. I'm just gonna play it raw how the world is. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm okay, pray. but I ain't hearing nothing good looking. Listen, Ray. Listen, I, I've seen that tweet, right? I was on the official lockdown radio Twitter account. I posted a video, no words. I I should put some uh, Question mark, just answer the question. But if you look at the video and listen to it, it's self-explanatory. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like better yet. Self-explanatory, indeed. Um, should we stick with music? Yes. So, so last night, uh, my I got a Spotify notification because sometimes Spotify's notifications come in late. Schoolboy Q drops. Let's go. And and you know what? And I went into this really transparent because I can say, do I enjoy Schoolboy Q's music? Yes. Can I say I'm like a complete fan of his? I'm 50 50. And it's not because Schoolboy Schoolboy is good for bangers, man. Um, Been a long time coming. I mean, Crash Talk, which was his last album, was what, 2018, I want to say? Uh, around there, yeah, but but wow. but but again, like it's not that I never heard anything that I was like, oh yeah, I can't fuck with Schoolboy Q. I just can't call. I'm just not gonna be fake about it and be like, oh yeah, I'm a fan of Schoolboy yeah. Q. Like I enjoy his work. I enjoy his work. Yeah, look, and, I mean, look, uh, like, I mean, outside of Crash Talk, which I thought was like, I mean, maybe I. <laughs> Well, say I might revisit, but then again, I didn't really like the sound he was going for on that album. But like his previous stuff was fantastic. I mean, Blank Face, uh, Oxymoron. Uh, the the guy is good, man. He he's he's good. He you can count on him for bangers. So this new album comes out, and I did not finish it. I didn't finish it. I'm only about I- seven songs in, seven eight songs in. Um. At first, the first two songs, Pimp, I was scared because I did not like what I heard. The first two tracks. Hold on, let me open up my Spotify because I forget. There's only one song I know in particular, and you want to probably no, no. Funny guy, funny guy was the intro, and then the second track was uh, uh, the Rico Nasty song. So that was the first. That was the first two records, and I did not like either one of them. No, because what I, I was going to say is there's a particular song, because you haven't got to it yet, but I did. So there's definitely... Oh, I I don't, listen, no spoiling, no spoiling. Um, but yeah, like, I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't too thrilled with what I heard in the first two songs. I got a bit scared, but now uh, I'm on track seven or eight, it's definitely picked up a lot. One thing tracks, I will tracks oh. three through uh, tracks three through seven, three through eight. I am pleased. So, yeah. Uh, well, one thing I will say besides the Rico Nasty, and if you look at your uh, playlist, he also has Freddie Kids. He has a lot of. Well, I don't know if these are like West Coast known artists. But a lot of these people, I personally yeah, Lance, never heard. Uh, Lance Ski Walker, I'm familiar with. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the rest of them. Uh, well, the the people I've heard beforehand. But yeah, he's got yeah Freddie Gibbs coming up, and then after that is the Absol record. I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of it. You know. Um. Yeah. Uh. One thing I will agree with you: the first two, because see, I was driving, so I was already doing the driving test. Like you know like out of circumstance not because like i was like oh let me yeah no i bro bro i was doing the same exact thing as you because again because again schoolboy is good for bangers and what better what better atmosphere to listen to bangers in your car right yeah so So, i'm on the freeway yeah i'm driving around doing errands first two songs i'm like 
the fuck is this? Like, this is some, this, this didn't get me hyped, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, well, I think with the first two, it's writable music because, okay, so let me paint the picture. Uh, imagine being on a freeway at, let's say, midnight just cruising the freeway you know like i don't know how freeways is like around new york like at at that time but like here in ohio like you can just hit 90 and just be floating down Uh, i'm probably never gonna listen to those songs again like the first two songs no no, understandable but i got the the same vibe and then the intro didn't even sound like an intro song like what was that it's those songs sounded like they should have been like towards the end of the track list as opposed to being at the beginning you know they they were just placed wrong in my opinion right like um thank god for me thank god for me the third track that is where the album starts for me that should have been the intro Oh, that should have been the yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like, again, like the first two, I'm right. Uh, well, like, basically, with, the, with your whole review, we're on the same link because the first two I listened to, I didn't don't see myself adding these to like my likes on Spotify. But again, we get to the third one. The third one kind of had a slow startup. I was thinking, okay, we're going to have the same as track one or two. But then the beat flip, and then I see what he was working with, and that's pretty much a, a good idea where you're gonna go. Like the album keeps you on your toes. Like from three to eight, well, I got to nine. Well, I think I'm on ten or eleven. But one thing I will say about the album, once you get past the first two, it kind of keeps you on your toes with the beat switching, with the with the flow, with the with the bars however you want to see it yeah the energy the energy is there um yeah i can't wait to finish it like um yeah i'll have a a full breakdown next next episode i promise um i will definitely say this though uh i will definitely have more takes on it as well because then we have another week to sit on it and see what songs we actually will go back and listen to. Is this leftover food? I don't. I'm not gonna say it's leftover food yet. Because again, I'm halfway through it, so it's hard. No, I say. feel like he's he again. His last album was like what five years ago. He's he's definitely taken his time working on this one. Yeah, like as he should, because, like, I mean, listen. This is this is this it's sounding is, good. This it's sounding picking good. up. It's not. It's sounding good. And one thing now, I will say now, though, without without listening to the rest of it, so I mean, it could crash and burn towards the end, but I won't know that until we hear it. But then again, if we get to if we just considering like let's go with like three to ten. We can't. We can still say. I mean, even if it crashed after that, it can. We can still say it's a pretty. Oh yeah, without even listening, without even, um, without even hearing the songs yet, I expect the Freddie Gibbs song and the Absol song to go crazy. Like I'm not without gonna even give, without even. Hearing. I'm not gonna give you too much on the Freddie Gibbs song, but it's good. I'm biased because of what it's about, but it's good. It's good. okay. All right. Well, 
thank you for not spoiling it. I will, you know, again, I will definitely have a full breakdown <laughs> next, next episode. One thing I did, well, I just learned something new, to, uh, a new wave of music, I think. I think it's coming out soon. I'm not even going to say coming out because it's been flowing around on the internet. So one day I was just on my Twitter, you know, not Twitter, my um, YouTube, because, you know, minding my business. Um, and I get this song recommended to me. I don't know why, because I never listened to this artist before, but it's called Baby Kia. And the name of the song is OD Crash Out. So, out of curiosity, because I always like to try to listen to something new, I play it. And But this was before Schoolboy Q came out, because if, he would have had no chance if I was still listening to it. But anyway, this song introduced me to, I think, a, a new wave that might be coming out the Atlanta scene called Crash Out Music. Now, wow. wow, what a title! Now, if you want my um take on it, imagine drill music with a lot of crunk elements. Mm, okay, like I want to sing you the song. Like, I mean, again, this isn't a song for for lyrical purposes. So if if you go in there expecting to have something thought providing, yeah, you you in the wrong place there, buddy. But the energy, like crash out music, like it's it's a fitting title. Let's just put it like that because again, it has a lot of the drill elements, but it has that Atlanta like energy because remember for those of y'all who aren't living under a rock like the whole crunk era well to me it's debatable but that whole crunk so you think era, this so do you think this is like the crunk era coming back but under like a new like a new name like a new like a new uh subgenre well I mean, yeah because i i think so i mean i mean, I mean send, you could uh, send, me, send me the record i'll definitely i'll definitely hear it I mean, because here's the thing, though. Uh, you want the YouTube link, Apple link? How do you want me to? How how you want me to send you the link? Paul? I mean, you could just like type in the guy's just type in the guy's name and song to my uh, you know, to to my uh, DM, and I'll just look it up myself on YouTube. Okay, cool. And it's called Old yeah. Pressure. Like, because the thing is, like, even with like drill music, because you have the Chicago flavor of drill music you got the new york which i i, I feel different because honestly I still, if this is honestly hate, let, let me stop you there if this is going to be in the same line as drill then it's not going to last long and i and i don't i i'm all drilled out <laughs> i've been i've been drilled out for I, I i've been all drilled out for like maybe a year and a half two years i'm just sick of it and one thing I really and, and no not to the New York drill scene, but the one thing I can't stand is that weird sound that's in like New York drill music. I told you about this that woo 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 woo. Like people probably think I'm listening to this, probably think I'm fucking crazy. Like, no, there's like this particular 
like sound that the New York drill is instrumentals be having. And it's just like, oh yeah, I know this is New York drill. It's like you I can hear this from a mile away and be like, oh yeah, this has to have like uh Fabio Foreign or like or or some shit because yeah. like yeah, this yeah. just sounds like that woo 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 like Yeah, I'll definitely give it a listen. Um, Cardi B. Big Barty. Big Barty. She dropped a she dropped a freestyle. It was uh it, it was sampling off of a uh iconic classic Missy Elliott uh She's a Bitch song produced by Timbaland. Yeah. Big Barty, she's back outside, boy. I like it. I like I mean- it. I mean, it's long overdue if you think about it. I mean, it's been it's been a little it's been a while, but I like it. So here's my question to you, uh, Mike. Um, so Cardi's outside. Okay, cool. Where does he mm-hmm. fit in into this new? Well, I won't say new because you got Lotto go coming out okay. with something. You got Ice Spice yep. who's scared to go back in the booth because you know Lotto dropped something. You got exactly. Uh, you got Nikki, and I guess what I'm trying to ask is like, what does she? Since she's one of the top female hitters out, like, does she? Listen, get she's got the Cardi. Cardi got the Cardi got the. You know, she's had the social media. You know, she's had that audience. She hasn't really lost anybody. So you know, the the hype is still there. Will she get any beef? Yeah, like, will, I mean, see there was some shots. Anything. She, she, I mean, there were some shots on this record. Uh, you know, uh, what she say? Bitches look like uh, they they're in their trimester, their their third trimester. <laughs> Obviously, that could be a shot at Nikki because you know she looks freaking large as hell. You know, um, she looked like she is pregnant, but but she's not. She's just fat. Um, there's definitely some shots in, on that record uh, that can be directed at several people. We'll see, man. I, I'm just, I'm just happy she's, uh, she's coming back outside. She's gonna be dropping more frequently. Uh, she actually has a song coming out in a couple of weeks with Shakira. Uh, man, I love Shakira, man. <laughs> Hips don't lie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey, listen, you, you keep talking like that. Damn, I had to um expose you for uh, <laughs> expose me. Yeah. Remember he did because he because Prince was going on his tangent and he put it in the uh group. <laughs> oh, but like it was like he just discovered the girl for the first time. You know, Shakira, she's been around for 20 years. Like I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to Prince. You did OD on that. You did OD. Prince, on you I, I listen, I thought hey, I thought he was really hacked. Like he tweeted he was hacked, but like obviously he wasn't. But I'm like, man, maybe he was really hacked for real. And listen, nothing shameful. I mean, she's a, listen, she's an attractive uh young lady, you know. Uh we're talking about Tyla. Uh she definitely got the look and the uh the talent and the the I mean what else, sex appeal and I mean but Pimp was a <laughs> Pimp was wilding a little bit, huh? He was uh not Pimp. I'm sorry. Prince was, uh, he was wilding a little bit, wasn't he? Uh, he got a, uh, and 
you know what? Now speaking of wilding, we still got two more uh topics. Um as far something came and I know we didn't talk oh, about Oh, actually this. no, we got something we got something that I just saw on the timeline as we were talking. Speaking of female rap and you know, because we talk about that a lot, you know, Big Barty, she's outside, Megan the Stallion is outside, Lotto, you know. Uh, womp. This is like a womp womp kind of moment here. Okay. So my mix, my mixtapes on Twitter it reported. Sweetie says her debut album has been significantly delayed, not because she doesn't care about making music, but because she feels no one cares about her music. Oh, womp womp. I mean, well, I mean, she's not wrong. Well, this is one thing I I will say. Like when you got female artists that normally lean on a sex appeal more than the actual music, then yeah, it's kind of hard was, to care. She was, about she's, the music. she's she's been leaning on her sex appeal for all this time, but not dropping enough songs and not dropping an album. She's been out for she's been out since like 2017, 2018, and she never dropped an album. How do you go that long? And mind you, like the songs she was dropping the last several months, uh, the birthday song, the that was with YG and Tyga, and then she dropped another song. It was actually a two pack. I forget the name of the second song because it's so forgettable. Like it was just terrible. Like she's dropping bad. She actually just dropped a new song, which just sounds so painfully mid. So yeah, that's all you. Again, she's not wrong for thinking that no one gives a shit about her music because we don't. We moved on. We have, we have Glorilla. We have Lotto. We have, uh, you know, Meg's back outside. Cardi's outside. And shit, Ice Spice. I mean, I hate to say it, but she's new. It's all about, like, the new girls. You know what I'm saying? Like, you lost, you got tricked out of your spot. I mean, she that's just what it is. She got no one to blame but herself at this point. Her herself, her team. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, obviously, honestly, just go and be a brand ambassador somewhere. I mean, again, she's an attractive girl. Go be a brand ambassador. Go model somewhere. Like you could have a career in that and make a killing and, and make money. You know, it's just not going to be in music no more. I can't believe it took her this long to realize it. Like I could have, I've been saying this for a year plus that it was over for her. Oh yeah. I mean, it, what did she drop an album? Try to like this, uh, one of the, uh, Migos. She never dropped an album. She or never drop dropped it. She never dropped a front. Well, it was like a single or something or like, I, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't recall, honestly. She tried to just like Quavo or something, and then it's still like no one still listened. Exactly. I didn't even. I, I didn't. I don't even remember that. That's how forget. Like, if it's some bullshit, I'm gonna tend to forget it over time. Like Jesus Christ. I mean, again, I and you can say the same thing about Corla Ray. Like, I mean, she's been getting more and more seductive with her photos, and it's like. At this point, the thing is, yeah. you know, 
you know, you got your Cardis, you got your um, Megs, and you got your Nikki's. Let's just put them, because, I mean, at the end of the day, regardless if you agree with it or not, those are, like, essentially the big three when it comes to female hip-hop. No, you got it. You got it. And so they found that perfect blend of mixing sex appeal with music. Like, all three of them have that, like, certain sex appeal, but they still somehow integrate the music with that like with a lot of these other people not just it's not only it's not only that but it's it's just knowing how to stay relevant sweetie musically is irrelevant meek mill musically is becoming irrelevant if not already you know there's the you have that's why you have them just fighting to stay relevant you know like Oh, look at me. Look at me. I'm going on a Twitter rant. That's just you trying to stay relevant to the internet. You know? Like, more and more of these rappers, even the OG veteran ones, they, they're exposing themselves for being known as, you know, more of like a cloud chaser and have to resort to gimmicks as opposed to just dropping dope music consistently. And being talked about for that, you know, like they have to put themselves through certain controversies on purpose to get some attention and have people talking about it. I mean, I mean, well, again, at least, well, as long as she ain't lying, that's all I can say about that. She was telling, she was telling the truth. One of the more truthful things that I've seen on on here as of late. One thing I will now, if only I, now if only French Montana would have that same level of oh self like sweetie. I wasn't even I wasn't even gonna go in on that. Aspect. I wasn't either, but shit, how can we forget? So, Meek Mill, congrats! I'm not Meek Mill, French, fifty five thousand. First week sales with 45,000 being pure sales from selling, uh, well, supposedly a shit ton of uh, vinyls from uh, from last month that were pre-ordered. However, who the fuck bought vinyls? No, exactly. Who the fuck would buy a French? I was, bro, that was my first thought. Who the fuck went out of the way to buy a French Montana vinyl? You're definitely, you definitely have nothing going on in life. (laughs) (laughs) But... But supposedly, well, not even supposedly, this was true, that pre-orders were not, people were not getting their vinyls on time from the pre-orders. Oh, what a shock. Right? Yeah, shocker, right? And then the orders that were going out were being sent to wrong addresses. Like, for example, if I'm in, okay, I'm in New York. I'm in New York, and I buy a vinyl, for some reason, it ends up getting sent to like Chicago on someone else's door doorstep. Well, I mean, the only like good people. News, well, the only Go good ahead. news about the only good news about that is if that was to happen, I'm pretty sure they'll send it right back to the right foot behind Because again, who the fuck wants a French Montana wine? <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Um, but yeah, like people would people would literally send screenshots of like, oh, this is where they left my my package. You know, people just take photos of 
you know, nowadays, like that's what the postal service does. And Amazon's been doing like, Oh, here's where I left your package. Yeah. It's just like someone else's doorstep in another state, another city. And it's just like, what the fuck? So, uh, meek, not why I keep saying meek. Fuck. Uh, So French, uh, was like, yeah, okay. We're, we're just going to just refund everybody. So, my question is, should the sales not count because he is refunding everyone's physical, like every, everyone's physical purchase? Uh, well, since you're asking basically the CEO of Lockdown Radio and Media Entertainment, I would say no. And here's why. Not only because are you giving refunds, your customers didn't get the what the fuck they ordered. So, so they should take away. They should take away the sales, is what you're saying. Hell yeah. That's what yeah. I'm. That's what I was asking. Should they take away the sales from the forty, like from the forty five thousand pure sales? Should that be significantly lowered? I mean, because again, at a business standpoint, right? You can't keep that number on the books because, okay, you sold yeah. it at one point. You sold it at one point. Yeah. Kudos, but not only yeah, you, you sold you not- it on your what. You sold it on your website or wherever people were buying it from. You know, yeah. you made you made them. You didn't make enough of them, but I mean, you made some of them. And the ones that you did, most most of them were going to wrong to wrong addresses uh, across the country. So, well, well, right. But what I was going to say was, from a business standpoint, right? So you got the product and you got your sales, right? Uh, in quick class, take notes, motherfuckers, like. Pimp's about to teach you some business model in 101. So, okay. So, if you still have the merchandise, but you don't have the profit from those quote-unquote sales, then you're still, you're basically back at, you know, not ground zero, but uh, uh, from the beginning, you're back at, um, so... Yeah, take away all them sales because I mean you 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 still have the albums that you did make and you gonna have none of the money that you made from the album. So why the fuck should you still get to keep that number for yourselves if you A still have the vinyls and B you're returning the money? Like it is only right at that point. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I mean I, I don't see. I don't see how you're able to still count those sales. People didn't get them. Yeah, people are not getting the like. It's not. It's not authentic to me. It's just not authentic. Uh, I'm I mean, sorry. Uh, I, I got I, nothing I, against. I got nothing against French Montana whatsoever. Oh, like, I got a little beef. Just, oh, I got to hear your beef after the. But you know, <laughs> I, I just, I, like he's just not a good rapper, right? He, I mean, especially the seven you know the, jesus christ all, all those ver- all those versions of of the album like unnecessary you're you're opening a, a can of worms for other rappers that don't sell as much to to pull that stunt um yeah. it's gonna be really bad if that's the case um imagine if asap rocky does pulls this bullshit Right. I mean, it's not just him, but the newer acts, right? That don't sell as much. That don't that only have like internet buzz and not really like a genuine a, a genuine audience and a genuine fan base, you know? 
uh, that wouldn't go out and buy a ticket to see them in concert and whatnot. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what a billboard decides to count and not count. And I mean, if the number stands, it's going to be 55,000, which congrats. Uh, congrats. You need to do a lot of cheating. I don't listen. I don't, I don't congratulate cheaters. I hate that, but you know, the game is the game. People care about that first week number succession. Then, you know, then the music itself. And, and unfortunately it's the music that suffers, you know, in this case. Well, my personal beef or issue with French Montana is this whole album rollout. So back last week, if y'all remember, uh, premium, well, sometimes I still call you premium. Maybe it's maybe it's because it, it's, it's so okay. late. Maybe it's because it's, okay. it's so late. Maybe we record it's because it's so late. It's not late, late. But anyway, neither here nor there. So Mike informed me of how many albums. It was seven. I was like, okay, cool. At one point during the week since of that recording, I actually did do my research. And what pissed me off to my core is. He had the audacity to supply his fans with the lossless version of the album. Now, for anybody that is not an audiophile or don't know what lossless is, it's basically a clearer, crisp music listening experience. Like you can primarily get it on like Apple Music, which keep in mind is free. Like any artist that wants to drop right now, you can get the lossless version of that that album like it's not my option for you to offer a album version on a platform like spotify who doesn't offer lossless as as far as i know of and not only that lossless you can only listen to that through like wired headphones, not like which 90 percent 90 i would even say 95% of the people or your fans at least listen to like Bluetooth headphones and nobody's about to pull out no wire headphones or pay like hundreds of like money to buy specific headphones just to listen to your music. Like what the fuck? Like who mm. do you think you are? Like, th- like he makes it seem like people want to listen to a clean, uh, a clean, have a clean listening experience for, for French Montana. Like what the who do you think fuck? you are? Who do you think he is? Meek Mill? <laughs> Man, listen, like that shit, that shit really grind my gears because it's like, bro, do you realize like the like no one can listen or really enjoy the lossless version without like what like if I was to listen to lossless right now, I would have to take my current headphones, which I have the Beat Studio Pros. I had to pull out the USB C and connected mm. to my computer. So seems like a lot of work to just hear an album. A French Montana album at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, this is the this is I guess the new trick. Or actually, not really the new trick. I think uh, I think Taylor Swift has done this. Uh, you know, of course, re-releasing her old albums and whatnot. Can you imagine if like? Jay-Z just decided, you know what? I'm going to re-release Re- Reasonable Doubt after 27 years. I mean, just because. 
I'm gonna re-record. I'm gonna re. I'm gonna re-record all the old music and drop it. I mean, again, if it's like an anniversary, then okay, cool. You know, like I can dig. Like if it's the twentieth, thirtieth anniversary of the original Reasonable Doubt, then I can get behind that. But if it's just on a random Tuesday shit, then I'm gonna ask, like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh man. Well, to to finish it off, I mean, I think we can really get into this subject because I got a lot to say about this. We are still on the road to WrestleMania. One thing about this time of year is like no matter what like wrestling company you watch, it normally seems like most of the companies are cooking at this point because this is like the big wrestling season. Yeah. It's like a playoffs for them. Yep, we are uh, we are getting down to yeah, right around that season. You're absolutely right. Uh, Elimination Chamber. Uh, I I dug it a lot, um, and I love the random like times it was on too. Like uh, they were in Australia, right? And yeah. they would tell you, okay, if you're in New York, it's gonna start at five a.m. in the morning, so be up. Uh, if you're in LA, it's going to be on at 2 a.m., you know? <laughs> so, lucky enough, I was at work because I, you know, I work, I work overnights. Uh, so I got home at 7 30. And by the time I turned, I, w- I w- went to Peacock, um, it was in the middle or actually towards the last few minutes of the men's elimination chamber. So I uh, I missed the women's elimination chamber. I missed a couple of matches after that. Um, I dug it, man. I dug it. Uh, yes, it was all predictable fit. It was all predictable winners. But I mean, we expected that, and that's what we want. You know, I don't like when people try to say, "Oh man, it's such a predictable show." Well, yeah, because it has to be. Like this is the last pay per view before Wrestle. Can you imagine? If Rhea Ripley would have lost her women's championship to Nia Jax before WrestleMania, I mean, if you if anybody's a real can you can you imagine how much of an upright and this was in her home country because you know she's Australian and it was you know it was in Australia. Can you yeah. imagine the uproar? Uh, tw- uh, WWE Twitter would have would have reacted. And one thing that y'all have to, and people have to keep in mind, not the internet wrestling fans, but like the real bookers, like Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania defending her tie against Becky Lynch is more of a money draw than yes. Nia Jackson versus Becky. I didn't, re- I didn't realize, I didn't realize it was so many years since they last fought. Like it's been, they, they keep saying it. it's been nearly six years since. Becky and Rhea fought. I think for the. I think they. I think it was for a title, because there's no way they went that long without fighting each other in the ring. For I mean, whether it was a non-title match or, you know, I'm like, wow. So this has kind of been long overdue. Yeah. Incredible. I don't even. I would even never thought of it. I didn't. You know, unless they would have brought up that. You know, Michael Cole like would have brought up that fact. You know, um, end of Drew McIntyre. I love this Drew McIntyre, man. I love his heel turn. 
I don't even think he's a heel. Like to me, he isn't. I know he's supposed to be, but like he be he be like he be saying some shit that I agree with. Like I love him constantly going after CM Punk and making fun of him and his injury. Yes, keep 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 doing keep doing that. Do that all the way to WrestleMania. Uh, he'll be fighting Seth Rollins um, for the. Uh, uh, for the heavyweight belt. Um, Real quick, wouldn't it be awesome, like, if he can have, like, the people that was in the original Player Haters Ball introduce him to come up? Let's just oh, get man. It because, first of all, Drew McIntyre, he's been cooking. Oh, yeah. he. This is the best Drew McIntyre um, in a lot since maybe his first... Well, actually, since his yeah, since his first uh, uh, world championship run, um, this this has been the best. Uh, and he was healed before, and people liked it. But this, but this is different. This is a different type of heel. You know, it's like a heel or like an anti-hero kind. Of, I would say an anti-hero. He like he Drew McIntyre is to me like an anti-hero. You know. You get uh, you could rally behind him, like you could, like half the pe. It's crazy because half the crowd, when him and Seth had their face off on Raw this past Monday, half the crowd was cheering for Drew, and the other half was cheering for Seth. You would have never gotten that with a you. You would have never gotten that before, back in the day. Like a heel is always the guy you despise, you hate, you want to lose. Now it's like. It, that's not the case, you know. We're in this new uh, this new regime, you know. Well, I don't um, think it's that. I think it's because in this day and age, we love to see someone just be petty for no reason. Like I, oh I, god, I love I, the pettiness. The t-shirts, the t-shirts he was selling with the uh, you know the CM Punk, the the fake uh, gravestone with CM Punk's name on it. Like that is just. And, and and oh oh man, uh, the one tweet that he posted with him at the Super Bowl, him at the Player Haters Ball, uh, what I mean, he's been cooking. Like one of my favorite promos is right when the night after, well, two nights after CM Punk get injured in the Royal Rumble, and he was just like, you know what, I'm not a religious person, but I pray for this. And it happened. It's like, oh my God, like he literally just told CM Punk, like he was praying for his downfall. I was praying for you to get hurt. Like, and I love that. And I love when Punk fired back saying, hey, when I get back from this injury, I'm coming after you first. I, listen, we want that. Like th that is a, that's how you build something up like that for something that, yeah, it's not going to happen for at least a few months because obviously he's, you know, he's, he's hurt and he's rehabbing, you know, but that's going to be in the back. And the more that you poke CM Punk there, Drew, you know, the, once you, once you hear his music drop and he comes back, it's going to be, it's going to be to, you know, to quote the rock, it's going to be electrifying. Oh, it is. I mean, and then, I mean, it would be nice to see that at a SummerSlam. I I hope he could get healthy by then. We'll see. It really depends on Punk's uh, rehab progress. 
But yeah, WrestleMania soon, you know, it'll be here in no time. Um, what are we like within like 40 days or just under 40 days? Yeah, sounds about right. Um, so during the Elimination Chamber, essentially, Cody Rose challenges The Rock. Yeah. And we were talking about this at, um, before recording. Like, how is this going to work? Like, I'm because th- in my mind, I'm thinking like he's going to wrestle Rock on night one and then go for Roman at the night two. Yeah. Um, it looks like the way I see it, it's going to be a tag out between Seth and Cody versus Rock and Roman on night one. And then for night two, it's going to be Co- uh, Cody versus Roman for the belt. That's how I think they're setting it up. Right. We was talking about that. I was like, so damn, both Cody and Seth is about to pull double duty. Yeah, Cody and yeah, Cody and Seth and also Roman. Oh yeah. Yeah, Roman's gonna be pulling, you know. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh what's not so exciting is this weekend's uh, AEW Revolution pay-per-view this Sunday. I could not care. I couldn't care less about this fucking pay-per-view. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, where did we start? Let's go through it. Fuck it. Let's go through it. Um, The cards in hand. So this is, okay, so this is built up as Sting's final match. This is Sting's final in-ring match. He's retiring after this at 65 years old, okay? It's him and Darby Allin, the uh, AEW World Tag Team Champions, versus Matt and Nick Jackson, the AEW EVPs. They're not the Young Bucks. They're, They're literally the AEW EVPs. They're really leaning into their real life jobs. Oh man. Uh I don't care what happens. Uh my guess is that my guess is that they're gonna drop the titles to Matt and uh, to Matt and Nick. That's my guess. And then the and then the Coliseum is gonna get sad and upset that Sting lost his final match ever and whatever. I don't care. I I understand like and it feels like Sting wasn't there for that long, but he was Probably there for a couple of years, and he never. And he has, years. yeah, and he has not lost a match that he ever was in. I just feel like him and Darby being like a tandem was way too long. Like Sting should have done like maybe maybe have like solo run, but no. Like anytime you see Darby, you would see Sting right there, and vice versa. Well, like why? Is- like why are these two, why are these two still together? I don't understand that. Well, one thing I will say, it's probably a good thing that he didn't go on his solo run, like going after like titles, because like then again, it'll be the whole argument of like, yeah, the old guys is winning all the belts. So I'm guessing uh, I get what you're I get what you're saying though. Like every time Darby gets into a jam, here comes Sting. Like Sting was always like Sting is like his plot armor, his uh, trump card, if you will. But I can get past all. I can get past all that. 
what bothers me is just this Hulk Hogan level of creativity. Like, you yeah, gave it's terrible. Man, you could have gave him any match. You know what would have really been cooking if it was student versus the teacher. Yeah. That would have been that would have been better. Honestly, as a last match, it should not be a tag match. It should be a singles bout. Yeah. And again, like because you know, for the last couple of years, Darby Allen's been under sting, you know, for pause. And yeah. Why why not send him off with like his protege essentially? Yeah. Yeah. Put him put him over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like because I, mean, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what I don't know what Tony Khan is thinking or not thinking. I don't know. Half the time he doesn't even know that you know his wrestlers are hurt. You know, did you see the Miro tweet? Yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing. Yeah, like I really hate it how AEW like AEW is so much it, it's in this it, it's just no it's just no wrestle it's just no development it's like no wrestlers develop like you 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 watch a match and there's like slot there's botches everywhere like there's a lot of sloppiness like you well, don't you don't want to you don't want to try to clean it up you're just like it's like fight it's like if you're fighting in the backyard of your home with friends it's like you know there's going to be some like mistakes and you know i mean that's how people get hurt people get hurt by botches you don't want that you have to control that and having a having a botch in your match is not a good thing and then having several like here's my issue right now like okay when there was a lot of botches happening in year one and even going into year two i was like okay a lot of these guys ain't like you know solid veterans i mean at least it's a new company you know you try to give it like that little push like okay some of these guys worked in new japan other people didn't work hardly anywhere so the match quality of every single match isn't going to be the best but it has some redeeming qualities but now we're going into year four like it should be no reason why the botches is happening at this rate like it's so much stuff no you don't care he don't care. He doesn't. It, there's no. There's no. He has no trainers or like. Like this isn't like the. This isn't like the fit the the WWE fitness center where you go and you hand you 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 hone your your craft and and better it. You know, like he just Tony just lets them just kind of like, kind of like the lunatics run the asylum type of thing. You know, when when there isn't wrestlers actually beating each other up backstage for real, a la, you know, CM Punk and uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry um, or CM Punk and the Young Bucks, you know, it's 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 shit like this. And uh, I, I just want to get let's get uh, I just want to get through these last matches. because I don't want I don't want to spend too much time. Um, the matches that matter, because a lot of these don't matter. They don't. I'm not even going to bother. The TNT Championship, Christian Cage, Daniel Garcia, who cares? I expect Edge to come and screw Christian Cage out of the belt. Um, Eddie Kingston, Brian Danielson, the Continental Crown Championship. There's too many goddamn championships in this fucking promotion. What is the Continental Crown Championship, pimp? What I mean, is that? 
listen, if you hate the fact that AEW has too many belts, don't watch New Japan. Dolph Ziggler, I mean, uh, what's his face? Dolph Ziggler just won the... Yeah, I, uh, yeah he's the, going by his real name, Nemeth. His last name, Nemeth. Nemeth won the... Uh, uh, the IC, uh, God. oh, yeah, yeah, I figured he's only been there for like what five minutes, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, at problems. least, at least, uh, Ali, uh, Masafa Ali, he at least won the X division title, and it kind of makes yeah. sense. Uh, I, mean, yeah, I feel like I, TNA, TNA needed that more than they needed. Dog, I mean, but see, here's, here's a funny little side note. That you didn't probably didn't know about the thing about New Japan wrestlers is like all their contracts for some reason are always up around the same time every Ironic. year. Ironic. So, so it's not like a AEW WWE sort of thing where you have like, oh well, this person's gonna be a free agent in April and this person's gonna be a free agent in like October. Like, no, the way they have it set up is that every year. Around the same time, January 31st, all the wrestlers' contracts are up. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Like, so literally, it doesn't matter who it is. So, New Japan's in a funny spot because they just lost not only Will Ospreay, but uh, the Rainmaker. Like, but... And the thing is, I don't think nobody could help AEW. Like, yeah, listen, I, they, I, they, I, gotta, I, they gotta make a change. They gotta, they gotta stop. It seems like they've stopped hiring ex WWE wrestlers or outcasted WWE wrestlers because you know that number. You know, the, the, it was just too many, too many wrestlers in your locker room. You know, not enough uh, airtime. I don't know. Like, what's the point of having dark if you're not gonna like? You should use Dark as NXT and just send talent over there to get better in the ring and on the microphone. Like, I don't... <sighs> anyway, uh, yeah, Continental Crown Championship, Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. I don't care. I don't care. AEW Women's Championship, Tony Storm versus Diana Peraza. Uh, it's probably going to be Tony Storm. Uh, AEW Intercontinental title, Orange Cassidy versus Roderick Strong. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for Roderick to, to win that. Um, we already said Sting and Darby Allen versus the Young Bucks for the tag team titles. I would say the Young Bucks win in Sting's final match. And finally, the World Championship match, three, triple threat between Samoa Joe, the champion, Hangman Page, and Swerve Strickland, it's probably going to go to Joe. Um, Joe should not lose his title in a triple threat match. That would be the ultimate sin. Um, yeah. I mean, but then again, like if he does, then it'll be old school TNA fashion. No, you never, you never want to lose your championship in a three way match. You don't. That's a mistake. Because let's say if. Swerve Strickland pins Adam Page and wins. Samoa Joe can say, "Well, you never pinned me, you know, for for the title." That could be a legitimate argument right there. I mean, yeah, but that's triple threat rules. I mean, 
Hey, you have belts change over triple threat rules. Uh, yeah, you have. No, I'm saying I'm not saying it hasn't happened. It has, but people did not like it. That's what I'm saying. I don't think the I don't think the crowd would be that receptive to it. I don't think so. That's I mean, just the, my opinion. I mean, but it normally, I mean, sometimes it works. Remember back when Seth Rollins cashed in his money in the bank and turned Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns into a triple threat match? Yeah. That kind of worked, but then also your scenario did actually play out. The next night on Monday Night Raw, Brock Lesnar was actually like in his fighting clothes. Yeah. And Paul yeah, because he, never, because he was never pinned. I'm like, I was the champion. You never pinned me. Yeah, like that worked for like the night yeah. until until Stephanie McMahon suspended Brock Lesnar because the guy that suplexes and F5s everybody, suplexes and F5s everybody, but and now you want to suspend him. Like that, it, yeah, I mean, now you want, yeah. Again, just a mess. Back then, I mean, the company was a mess. That was just years ago, but you know, I mean, that wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen today in 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 that regime, that new regime. Yeah, because primarily Brock Lesnar is not even being talked about because of the the accusations. One, yeah. thing I, one thing I will have to bring up for Sting's last appearance on um, AEW, I did like how they did have him come down off the Raptors. That was that was fire. That was very nostalgic. Um, yeah, I didn't think. Again, for 65 years old, it's like, uh, should he be doing it? <laughs> should he? St- but no, that was, that was, yeah, that was good, man. That was good. Very nostalgic um, WCW uh, times. Um, yeah. All right. I got one more story, and it's a funny one. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. Uh, I want to. Re re uh, well, I want to rebirth my my dumb tweet segment into. I don't know if I'm gonna call it fumble the bag or dumb dumb of the week. I don't know which one to call it, but uh, I'll that decision will come. You know, will we'll come eventually. Okay, so a woman in Ireland. A woman in Ireland lost more than $800,000 in an injury lawsuit stemming from a car crash after photos showed her launching a Christmas tree during a post-holiday competition and winning the event. Wait, wait, what? That is a real, I am not making it up. That is a real article. That is a real article you can find in the New York Post. Yes. Um... So let me get this straight. She she was in a car accident and was claiming she was injured. Yes. She, she claimed had, to, you know, she had like a bad back and a bad neck, could not hold down a job. So this that's where the lawsuit occurred. And, you know, uh, let me keep going. So uh, the, the woman's name is Camilla Grapska, 36. She sued the insurance company um, after a 2017 car crash she claimed caused her, yeah, her uh, neck and back pain that prevented her from holding down a job for five years. Um, The car accident was a result of someone hitting 
her car from the rear and allegedly left her unable to carry her young children or complete household chores. Okay. (laughs) So she quit her job shortly after, received disability payments, and argued that her previous and future lost income totaled more than 500 grand. Okay. (laughs) Hold on. Okay, hold on. So... News, uh, so reports, however, soon surfaced of her competing in a Christmas tree throwing event on January 8th, 2018. So the car accident happened in 2017, and she was in this Christmas tree throwing event in early 2018. So not really? not not too long later, after really? claiming that her back and neck hurt <laughs> and she couldn't work, and she couldn't work anymore. There is just so much to unpack with that. Uh, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to let you simmer in and think about it while I keep reading this article. Um, let's see here. The competition involves people throwing roughly five-foot spurs trees as far as they can. Yo, this is a real event. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Um Grabska denied she faked her injuries while in court, saying she was trying to live a normal life. Uh, Yeah, they pretty much took all that settlement money away from her, and now they are suing her. The insurance company is suing her for lying. Uh, Yeah, they should. She's guilty, bro. I'm looking at the photo of her throwing this tree. She is guilty as hell. Why did she? Was it worth it? What was the prize? Like, if you won, obviously, it says here she won the event. Like, what did she get for winning? Like, what's the cash? Is there a cash prize? Or do you get, like, a Spurs tree to take home for free? I don't know what. (laughs) Well, here's here's what my thing is. Like, okay, so I've heard of insurance fraud, right? Like, I heard... People faking car accidents, they see them out grocery shopping, like normal everyday shit. Like, this bitch really said, hold my beer and watch me throw a Christmas tree. Like, that's an event. And did you, and and after this car accident and after you sued this company seeking 800 grand, did you really feel the need to still want to do this competition? Like, was this really like, oh man. I had to like. Was this like a life and death competition? You just had to do no matter what. I, well, I'm just like you could have just continued to fake. I mean, what was the like the Kevin Nash shit where he's in the wheelchair with the fake cast on and like you could have just you could have just faked the funk for however how many years? Because I, it seemed like you were gonna win your case. $800,000. Now, mind you, they weren't going to give her $800,000 all at once. It probably would have been, you know, through, you know, different payment, like a payment plan of like over several years, you know, but still that was free money coming to you. And now you blew it. You fumbled the bag. I might just call this, I might just call this fumbled the bag because you. I be. I mean, because when you look at it, like she first of all, she was doing that as a hobby. Like there was, yeah, like, I, I don't think she was making. 
I don't even think that I don't think there was even a cash prize of like let's say a hundred thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars. It probably was like yo, you get a you get a year supply of trees. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, if that was the case, like you can keep that, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, she definitely fumbled the bag. She blew it. She blew her own scam. She really did over some some event that I never knew, we never knew existed. I don't think anybody in the United States ever knew this was a real thing. You know, I mean, shit, they're doing some wild things in Ireland for fun by throwing trees. <laughs> and imagine the training that has to go into some bullshit like that. Right? You got to have some, you got to be semi-strong to... What a five what was it? A five foot spurs tree. Yeah, those those uh, I would think those weigh a bit. I mean, I've never tried to uh, lift one. I don't even know where to find one, <laughs> let alone try to lift one. Uh, Imagine going to the gym and it's like, hey, what you training for? The Arnold Classics? Uh, you know, uh, strongman competition? Yeah, like what sport? Yeah, like are you? Yeah, you doing weightlifting? You doing this? like no? I'm training for. I'm training to throw Christmas trees. Or as even worse, as far even, as I can. Or even worse, just imagine your neighbor's like, "Hey, what are you doing with your Christmas tree after uh, Christmas?" Oh, I don't know, probably throwing away. Why? Oh no, because I'm about to hurl it for like a couple hundred dollars. Do you mind? I mean, I guess. I mean, you're getting rid of it for me, so fuck it. Right? Fuck it. Thanks. <laughs> oh man. Oh, well, that was a nice way to end this uh, this episode. Oh, yeah. More, oh, man, because, I mean, we started out pretty rough. And, uh, again, to the gotta core. End, always got to look to end on, on, on a high note. To the core audience, I feel, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like these surviving Diddy stories about to be, like, all version of the Terminator series. Like, <laughs> It is like listen, but, man. If, if Fifty Cent is really making the surviving Diddy docs, I can't wait. And this this new this new uh, lawsuit is just giving Fifty more content. <laughs> just like oh boy, more content to make. I can't wait till he casts. I don't know. I don't even know who will even play Diddy in a in a docu series show. Or shit, even Meek Mill now, because Meek's a part of this. So, <laughs> oh boy, terrible, just terrible. It is. It truly is. Oh man, but uh, listen, let's wrap this shit up. Listen, yep. just to be transparent to the people, y'all gonna be listening to this on Sunday or whatever. We were recording this at night. Like, and I'm a little bit, and I'm a little bit on the sleepy side. I ain't even going to hold you, motherfuckers. But before before I take my power nap, because adults don't get eight hours of sleep, I always got to tell y'all, it takes 10 cents for capacity, 10 cents for human decency, and five cents to act on it. That's your quarter for the day. And... Yeah, don't be no freaky horn dogs like this. That's don't be it. like Freak Mill. You know what's funny too? We never really touched. Freak Mill was trending. He's now known as Freak Mill. Oh. Also, the numerous uh, 
video, well, just the numerous trolling from fans. Well, not fans per se, but just like just the timeline of like, oh, this is what Diddy was saying to me. Ben, Ben, so like you. I I seen a me I seen a meme that said, you know that same picture that we brought up where everybody's just face plant had their hand, faces in their hands because Meek probably said some dumb shit. There was a yeah. meme going around saying that, oh well, did, when Diddy I can't, went over Diddy's place and he asked me top or bottom, and I was confused because I didn't see no bunk beds. <laughs> I mean, you got, listen, man, um, amongst all this nasty pervertedness that you got, there is some humor in here. It's dark humor. Like you can laugh for a second, but just realize that there's like, there's, there's real life victims that went through just terrible abuse and, and, um, and traumatizing, um, you know, uh, events and all this, um, yeah, I mean that's just that's just what happens when you make a lot of money, have a lot of power and influence, and you can do this type of shit. Honestly, but... uh, and and it's sad too. Like, listen, if this is what it costs to be famous, listen, just give me some acres somewhere in Canada. I hunt for my own food. I don't. No, nah, I mean, look, I mean, look with okay, like with a hundred million dollars, like. Okay, like what? Diddy's a billionaire with a billion dollars. You would want to like, not 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 saying you would do you know nastiness yourself, but like you would you would feel like you're on top of the world, like you could do whatever you want, and that's what he felt like he could do. You know, you know. I mean, just having constant uh, these these sex parties, and you know. Uh, yeah i mean me personally i could never uh i'm with you if if i had all that money you're not seeing me i'm gonna buy mad i'm gonna buy acres of land somewhere 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 (laughs) and where i don't have neighbors i just have miles of miles to myself you know yeah, that's the way to go. Like, I don't even want nobody to say, "Hey, they were welcome to the neighbor." Yeah, I don't want. I don't want no neighbors. And if I have to have neighbors, I will buy their house so I can own. So I can have, you know. And then I would buy their house. I would buy my neighbor's house and just like uh, conjoin my house with theirs, like make like one long hallway, like build it. <laughs> right. Like I don't even want to go outside to go to my other house. I just want a hallway connected. To yeah. Me. Yeah, like that, like that. Imagine TMZ standing outside, like, "Oh, he must be walking towards his other house." But well, no, I'm taking a golf cart. But get off my property! All this, all this shit is right. Shit, I would build a basketball court, a golf course, with all that land I would own. See, that's where you got to use. I mean, shit. I would get back to being a sneaker collector and collect every fucking Jordan, Nike, like. I would get oh. back to that. I would get back to that. I'm definitely getting me some Marty McFlies. Oh yeah, the McFlies. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's kind of it. I mean, you know, outside of the typical, you know, I would own a bunch of cars and, you know, and then uh, the obvious shit. The obvious shit. I would probably still drive an F-150, even if I had Lamborghini money. Yeah. Just yeah. throw just throw off people like what you're worth how much? And you're mm-hmm. driving a Ford pickup. Yeah, it's not even up to a year. I, I'm I'm driving a, a model from two, three years ago because I got it for a discount. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess like I mean, just to be truthful here, like, oh, just you know, anyone like, oh, so if you had all this money, you wouldn't be like banging like all these like Instagram girls. No, I would. If I were single, I would. Absolutely. It's the same. But again, I would be putting myself in situations like these dumbass athletes do. So yeah. I would have to I would have to be cautious about which Instagram model I would be fucking with, you know, because they're all I mean, they're all single and for a reason. And they really bring and did you see did you did you see the video of um who was dude's name on the Lakers? I know who you're talking about. Um, His girl, who is fam- who's a, f- a famous IG thought, Yasmin Lopez, jumped over his fence to key his car. Yasmin Lopez, by the way, she has a she has a baby with, I think Micah Parsons, the linebacker for the the Cowboys. So clearly, she got a type. She's just fucking athletes. Well, I mean, obviously, but even me personally, I might just take the Tiger Woods approach. Like, fuck the IG models. Give me Shorty from the Waffle House. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, nothing wrong with just getting with sex workers. There ain't nothing wrong with it. They're they're discreet. They're not gonna put out your business. These IG hey. girls. Again, they're single for a reason. They can't, they don't want a real relationship. They just, they just want to get with someone with money. That's really it. There's no, there's no building a relationship from that, you know? But, you know, young guys are not going to know. They just want to fuck everything they see once they get money. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, shout out to Zion Williams, by the way. Shout out to Zion Williams. I he, he's playing very well. Don't let don't let Stephen A. fool you. Saying even though that was funny what he did, he was making like all these fat jokes, and then uh, and then the Pelicans Twitter account was trolling Stephen A. by posting his like greatest uh, uh, highlights, you know, from his days at you know playing basketball and whatnot. I mean. I mean, listen, they don't look I I listen, if they even make it to the playoffs, I'll be shocked. But they're still not winning it. Like, I mean, let's just be I mean, I don't think any I don't think no one's got them winning it, but listen, we were saying Zion, you gotta play more games. You can't be, but he has. He has. I give him that. This is the this is his healthiest season yet. I mean, I'm definitely, listen, I'm there for it. I guess I got to shut the fuck up now because, I mean, I, I mean, the verdict is still out on if he. Yeah, there's still, uh, there's still, what, about a month, month and a half of the season left. Um, 
Yeah, and we did say we try to get back into talking about basketball more now that football's over. So, I mean, I'll make the attempt. I mean, if anything is, uh, oh man, that LeBron, that LeBron game the other night against the Clippers, man, fantastic. Yeah, I've definitely seen that. Le- LeBron was in rare form. He had 21. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. They were down by as much as 21 points. LeBron scored 18 in the fourth quarter. He was in rare form, man. He was just knocking down threes. Incredible. And as we are recording, he is, I think, within, what, 40-something points away from having 40,000 career points, becoming the first NBA player to do so. So uh, that's quite the milestone. Pimp. Oh, shit. I forgot my mic was on mute. Huh? We going to still keep going. Like, listen, that's legendary. Okay, I was like, well, I thought you were gonna. I was waiting for you to comment about that's your guy, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad, but yeah, yeah like, no, he said only forty. He said only forty away from. Uh, uh he's forty. I think he's like forty-four or forty-six points. I mean, he should he should get that in a couple of games, you know. Um, listen, legendary. Even if someone beats that record, he'll still no. Be that's first. never. That's never gonna get beaten. No way. No way. You would have to play. 20 plus seasons averaging like averaging like I don't know I I can't do the math right now but I would think you would have to like average like 27 28 points a game for 20 consecutive seasons in order to possibly reach that record man it's not happening Kevin Durant Kevin Durant's not going to get to it Steph Curry's not going to get to it Uh, James Harden's not going to get to that record It's not happening. Not happening. Oh, no. I mean, like, more of the newer NBA. No, that's not. Who? Luca? Not happening. Not happening. happening. And I I like Luca a lot. Like, he is just, when he's on the court, he's like a wizard. Like, he's just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, he's like a highlight reel. In in itself, but he's not going to get there. We're talking 40,000. And mind you, LeBron is still going to be playing after this season. So he's just going to be adding on to it. Oh, yeah. It's the nastiest of work. It's like, yo, I want to break this record and I want to make it virtually impossible for anyone. Yeah, like shit. By the time he's done playing, he might have 44, he might have 42, 44,000 points. Like, yeah. Score that. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Damn damn it, LeBron. Do you really have to go this hard? Yeah, damn it, LeBron. Can you just let the rest of us like mortal men like <laughs> just just you know just have, have us just play well, like without you being so like generational? Right? Yeah. Like I think I think more and more people are starting to come around to the fact that we're not going to we're not going to get LeBron for much longer like playing basketball like 
I give it like two seasons, maybe three. You know, uh, it really depends. He's thirty nine. I mean, he really just wouldn't believe he's thirty nine. But yeah, I mean, you could sense that the end is n- near. And by near again, another couple of seasons. I I believe. Like it's just crazy to think about it. But listen, I still got my OG LeBron jersey, the original Cleveland, the one that everybody. Yeah, was keep that. No, keep that. No, you like listen. You weren't. You you might have been the only uh, non dum dum to. Uh... <laughs> This shit like this shit. Can you imagine? How do you think? How do you think the? How do you think people felt? Uh, okay, they burned the jersey, and then a few years later, he comes back, and they're like, "Fuck, I gotta burn. Why did I burn my jersey? I gotta go get a new one now." I mean, sometimes I like to like say an inside joke and say, "Oh well, that's why they changed the logo again." I mean, or the design of the jerseys. That's why it went from like the white, the navy blue, to the wine, all the way okay. to like. To the shirt jersey. Oh, and yesterday mm. was uh the uh March first, so you know that's an official day in Cleveland. Like happy three and one day. Mm. Happy three one day. Oh, okay, I get it. Oh man, which don't, is don't, funny. Don't don't, don't tell don't tell Warriors fans. <laughs> and that's funny because they came. And that's funny because like they don't celebrate three and one, even though they beat the Thunder. From came back from the Thunder in the three one, but that nobody, that that doesn't matter. Oh yeah, cares. yeah, in a Western Conference final as opposed to a NBA final, losing like come on, yeah, which that's like yeah. that's like if uh, that's like if the 49ers just celebrated winning just NFC titles and just getting beaten in Super Bowls. It's like <laughs> oh well at least we're NFC champions. You know, like right. Like I congratulations. You're the best second place winner ever. Yeah, you're 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 the all time best second place winner. <laughs> oh man. All right man. Well get us out of here. Sign us off. All right, that would be it for, with all disrespect, as always, if you got any questions or suggestions, you can always hit us up, hit us up on Twitter, Mike's Music Takes on Twitter, we'll talk yep. and wait on Twitter. Listen, we are open to all criticism. We might please, not, please. We, we might not take all requests because we, we don't fuck with the trolling, but we... We'll be listening. We'll be I had listening. to listen. I had to report somebody that was trolling in my uh, my DMs. They sent me a message request. I gave it a quick read. I didn't like what it was what it said, and I had to report them. Hey, stop! D- listen, don't DM me off of your troll accounts because I will get you suspended. And thankfully, Twitter supports was like, "Yep, we took that page down." So, as they sh- yeah, as they should be. Now they gotta pop up with their real face. No. No, exactly. don't come. Listen, don't come at even though we're called now with all disrespect. Please don't come at us with disrespect for no reason, it's not warranted. But then again, we we could get disrespectful and have your accounts taken down. So, well, that's that's the that's the nicest thing I would do for you is to take your account away. Yeah, oh, yeah, because you can now you got to go outside, got to go outside indeed. All right. So yeah, hit me up on Twitter, Mike's Music Take. Um without without coming at me foul, you know, just 
tweet me with any thoughts, opinions of this episode and even past episodes. Um, Pim, yeah. where are they going to reach you at? Oh, Real Talk 808 on Twitter. Notice how we're not calling it X. We will never call it X. I could call it Twitter X. I've seen I've seen some X rated I see some X rated stuff now. They so the X is warranted. Oh, don't get all two thousands on me. I'm just saying. Listen, Twitter X. I'm fine. It kind of it fits. My it God. fits. Yeah, that Twitter X. It sounds like something that would come out at the same time that Pepsi Clear came out. Jesus Christ. Oh, you gonna yeah. have some? Somebody's gonna hit me up like, "What the hell is Pepsi Clear?" Listen, if you wasn't nah, there, you're too young. Too young. <laughs> too young. That's that's the only answer you would have for them. Yeah, you're too young. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And for the Million Dollar Dream, this is your boy Pimp, and we are out.